See now, see now you know what you've done. Now I have to edit the podcast. <laughs> holiday break and uh yeah happy happy to be back here with jd bentley of wp candy fame uh <laughs> is that fair to say maybe no not really oh okay well um <laughs> how, how have you been it's it's been a while since since uh you and i have done the podcast uh yes it has it's, it's even longer than you know the the holiday break yeah the, the, the mic all rusty dusty and and had to clean it up uh, yeah, it was actually dusty, and it's even worse because it's uh, it's one of those chrome, faux chrome colored mics, mm-hmm. so it's really messy. You have to dig it out of storage. Yeah, you just well, haven't done many podcasts lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's weird. It's weird doing it again, uh, especially because we were kind of talking even before the recording started. Because you know, the longer you go without one the more pressure you feel coming back to it. Like, oh, man, we got to make this good to make up for all those weeks we didn't have one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, no, I should, um, as we're getting started, I should uh, thank uh, the person powering WP Candy today. It just so happens to be the day we're uh, recording the podcast. Uh, that's Sean Heskis. Uh, I believe that's how you pronounce the name, Heskis. I'm terrible with names, so this this whole uh, powered by thing is going to get interesting. Um, uh, he's of WordPress uh, 101 or WP101.com uh, WordPress video tutorials. Thanks to Sean for making today's posts possible. Um, and if you, yeah, so that that whole thing is it's a new uh, it's a new model for how WP Candy is kind of um, uh, uh, existing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or at least a way for uh, people in the community to support the site because we don't do advertising and we don't do, um, you know, uh, any dirty methods or paid posting or even affiliate stuff. I mean, the site's completely clean of all of those things. Um, and we are trying to create, a, you know, sort of a, I guess people have kind of compared it or have responded and said, oh, it's like NPR or something like that. And I suppose it's similar to, you know, that would be a good thing to compare it to. But uh, that's you can check it out on the site for more information. It's also wpcandy.com slash is slash powered. So thanks again, Sean. It's kind of intimidating to have somebody sponsoring the episode. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's like if, if this episode sucks, it's not just us sucking. Yeah, no, it's 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 there's it pulls a lot more people into it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay if I look stupid. Right, but if, to embarrass someone else. Yeah. Yeah, no, there, it, it honestly, I, I like it. Um, I've noticed just this week, it's 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 less than a week even. It's really only four days, I guess, since since launching the um, the whole powered by system. And I've I've noticed it does affect uh, 
you know, how I post, but not so much in what I post, but in how rigorously I post. Because if somebody, if I know somebody's covering a day, you know, if they said, you know, this day is, is powered, you know, if that happened, then I want to make sure that, like, the best stuff is going up that day. I want to make sure that there's enough stuff to that people could read for a good amount of time, that there's, you know, discussion-worthy things, that there's stuff that's not just news posts, not that news posts aren't good and interesting, but that there's also something that's a feature or a tutorial or an interview or something like that. Um, so it's good. I mean, it's 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 a good motivation, you know, for me because just like you said, it's it's, you know, it's yeah, it puts a little bit more weight behind it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess uh, I mean, is there what? Uh, how how was your um, back to I guess the 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 chit chat, the banter, what was your holiday New Year's like? Uh, how's, how's it feel to be in 2011? Anything special happened since we've been kind of off the air? Nothing officially. Maybe soon though. Hmm. I can't, I don't want no. to say anything because oh, it's not. You, so you now, so now you're, you're coming in with teasers. You're, it's not a teaser. It's it's a, a, okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to set myself up to. No, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I, and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to push it. But, <laughs> but the, the yeah, no. Just whether it's a teaser or not, you have uh, I think completed the art of the tease here. Well, there's something. Yes. It's not official, but I'll talk about it at a later later time. Yeah, unless it doesn't work out. In which case, help. you'll never bring it up again. <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Does uh, how many times have you mistakenly written uh, twenty ten in the past couple weeks when you should have written twenty eleven? Not at all. Or, I don't, or, I, or maybe I never, the, web, the website equivalent has has it's the copyright on the foot of your site still say 2010 versus 2011. Uh, that's automatic. the one somebody caught me on. It's automatic. I have it set up with the server time. Oh, see. Okay. So it just switches over to the year. So yeah. I don't think I've actually written it any. I don't do much writing anymore. Hmm. Like type into WordPress and the date's already there. So haven't messed up yet. Mm-hmm. Don't think I will. Good deal. Yeah, I, I I know it wouldn't be hard at all to just uh, um, you know kind of tap out the the function call to make it a, a proper just call the current year type of thing. But every year that I do it, I'm like, yeah, but it's just as easy as changing the one digit. <laughs> like I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> and so I never get around to actually doing it. But um, yeah, nothing nothing really on this end. I mean, just been a lot of snow. I'm here in the the Midwest. Oh, actually, way too much I, snow. I just checked out my site. I cheated. You cheated. I put present. Copyright present. <laughs> That's so, good, though. I like that. Didn't flip. It didn't uh, change over, but I'm also not wrong. No, yeah, you're, you you can't be wrong with that. <laughs> or at Man. least if you were wrong, it'd be it'd be a dangerous situation. Yeah. It's it's basically like saying <laughs> you know copyright now you know uh, what 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 do you want from me? <laughs> Leave me be. Yeah. So, um, how's the snow there? Snow, yeah, too much snow, um, but it's the Midwest, so I guess that's what you get. Uh, it's pretty much snowing everywhere, though, I heard, except for, I think, Florida is the only place it's not, yeah, like, including Florida. Hawaii, like, there was snow in Hawaii. Florida ruins everything. But, but no snow in Florida, so time to move, I guess. Yep. Um, all right, uh, I guess we can jump into the stories this week. Uh, it's actually more of the stories the past two weeks, because it's, you know, not really been as the first... I guess this is the, you know, official first 2011 WP Candy podcast, so that's 
always exciting. We've got a few interesting stories. Is there anything that, that particularly caught your eye or excited you about what happened the past couple of weeks? Let's see which one we want to start with here. I thought the giant themes story was pretty interesting, just to yeah. see the perspective. Yeah, yeah. So the the background on this, it actually it actually was posted earlier today. Um, so it's it's fairly recent, but it actually is not so recent because it's something that we missed uh, from a couple weeks ago. Um, Mike Smith uh, responded to us on Twitter uh, yesterday when we published a story about our first month of iPhone sales uh, and the whole reverse launch deal, uh, and that's all on the site. You can find it there. Um, and he he uh, I guess commended us for being open with the numbers and saying here's exactly how many we sold and how much money we're going to make and things like that, which we kind of feel like has to happen for a uh, the site to really be a community site. Those kind of things have to be out in the open. And he said that he did something similar when he closed down his theme shop, Giant Themes. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Send me a link to, to this post. <laughs> and it turns out to be a really interesting kind of story about, um, you know, he had a, a theme shop open for nine months in 2010 and it didn't perform well and he just kind of decided to move on with it. Uh, what was it about it that, that kind of caught your eye? Just, well, over the last few years, it seems like there's more and more of these theme shops popping up. So I was, I always assumed that it would be hard to break into it, but now I like, that's, that's some proof. It was just interesting to read, you know, that you can have this really, or at least, you know, fairly popular free theme, and then this premium theme that, or well, what would you want to call them? Commercial theme. This commercial <laughs> theme. Yeah, paid theme, whatever. Yeah, the paid theme doesn't sell so well as the, you know, I mean, I guess you could assume that that would be the case mm-hmm. right, with well. free versus paid. But to to see that, like, just the difference was so huge. Right. Well, I mean, he saw like, uh, for the free themes, almost 5000 downloads for the two free yeah. themes, which any I think I would say, especially, you know, I mean, that's over the course of a year, but I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's that's a good solid number. And then. His paid theme only brought in um, what three sales, like just a couple yeah. sales, not not much at all. Um, That's crazy. It's a pretty stark difference, for sure. And then he kind of got. It sounds like he kind of got into a um, uh, a tough cycle because then he didn't want to put in all of the time to make a new theme if it was only going to sell three more copies again. Uh, and then that sort of led to him kind of sounds like being kind of disenchanted with the whole idea and uh, moving on. Yeah, I think I would be too. That's uh, that's a lot of work for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, what, what do you? I mean, and I, I kind of posed this question in the post itself, and really won't you know see full responses on it for another probably twenty four hours, just because the whole RSS cycle takes a while for a post to get around to everybody, but uh, or for people to check them out. But what, like, what should? And and this is something I ask of every. Um, theme shop owner that seems to be successful that I talk to is, you know, how can people do it today? Because it's not, it's not 2008 anymore. Um, way, way back in 2008, because it was so long ago, but it's not, uh, it's not the beginning of, of WordPress themes or, or commercial or paid WordPress themes anymore. I mean, there's a lot out there. How, sh- I mean, how, how should somebody get started? How should somebody get stuff out there and, and, and make some sort of money, you know, or sell some product? I mean, how, how should they do it? Because this is obviously, you know, it's a pretty 
it's pretty depressing if if somebody's looking to start something like that. Yeah, you know, I think that it would be easier. I'm looking at the question. He says, "Is there enough uh, room for independent or solo theme developers to sell their work?" I think it would probably be easier for solo theme developers if they. I mean, not like starting another company and selling like subscriptions to a library of themes or anything mm-hmm. like that. Just if you could kind of make a name for yourself doing that. To me, that sounds easier. And I guess what I mean is, like, take a, you know, take a, a page out of the art book. Like, if you want to sell art, then it it depends on you. Like, it's it's not just about what you're doing, but also who you are. Hmm. I think that would be the best chance people have now because there's all the, like, you know, like, how are how would anybody really compete with Woo Themes at this point? Oh right, they, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a sort of a big five. I mean, you know, Woo Themes is in yeah. there, Studio Press is in there. Um, I think iThemes, I think Press seventy five. Uh, um, you know, and then there's marketplaces. There's Theme Forest, uh, the Theme Garden, um, Mojo Themes. I think. Well, I mean, Theme Garden may be actually a good thing to bring up in this in this discussion because maybe it would be easier for a solo developer rather than building up all of the infrastructure necessary. You know, even if it's just a, a website and demos and, you know, the, the buying process and, and a whole site for selling a theme, you know, you can kind of go to, to Theme Garden and just sell it for free, basically, you know, and use that audience. I mean, is that maybe maybe that would take away some of the overhead. Yeah, um, I think it would. It. Um, I think it, it's going to depend on the independent people, to, uh, not just independent, but solo independent, like small, it, even... You know, maybe a small group, but not like an actual theme business. But I think it's going to depend on their personalities, like what they're known for. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a good point. Well, and do you think it kind of makes me think of, for whatever reason, it brings to mind uh, um, sort of supporting small businesses in your local area. And and obviously, all of these are small businesses. Everybody's selling themes online. Like none of these are, you know. Uh, public companies or anything like that, but uh, assuming that things like quality and support—I mean, at some at some level, you have to scale to a certain point to even have support that's comparable to all of the big guys and what they can do. But assuming that that stuff's sort of on the level, the community should—you know—I mean, well, should the community, I guess, support or try to support those guys that are doing it independently and maybe doing stuff that the other guys aren't. Um, is there some responsibility to help some of these creative guys stick around? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, you know, maybe, um, but it'd, it'd be nice to see new guys starting up, maybe not try to cre- not try to create the, the fake big feeling of a theme shop and maybe just go the solo route using something like Theme Garden to do that. Or I know that some of the, I think with Woo Themes, they invite other designers in. And I think you had a story sure. about some company inviting other people in. Yeah, yeah, Obox that, has that done might, it. Um, yeah, that might be the – I think that might be a good way to go if you're an independent – maybe if there was some kind of recruiting program for these big five. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they – like a kind of like a threadless where they, like, do a mock-up and then this company – but, I mean, then you get into, like, the – you know the Elance not getting paid enough kind of thing. So right, like what's the? But I think there there might it might be cool to see some kind of recruiting system. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I know that, yeah, like you said, Obox did do, um, uh, or they they are uh, bringing in sort of designers uh, just to to sort of preemptively stave off any sort of, I think they call it sameness to their themes um, w- regarding the design. So I know that they are making some moves with that. And I think, yeah, uh, I thought of this too. Actually, I, need, I should look into an update on this because I know that Themify uh, launched um, a couple months ago. This was uh, November. Uh, launched the Themify Designer Program, which allows, which sounds almost exactly like what you're saying. It allowed them, or it allows designers to submit a design, and they'll basically build it into their system. And and I think, uh, hmm, I didn't see. hear about so, this. So you get, yeah. Let me um, here. Let me pull. Let me drop the link into the the chat. It's a couple months old, so that's, you know, 300 posts back at this point. But um, so let me see. So the program uh, through Themify gives you or gives the designer 20 percent of each theme sale, uh, gives all the bio information about the person who did it, and they do all of the development, all the marketing and all the support. So, I mean, that I think that's one example of a shop doing that. I mean, it'd be nice to see more picking up and kind of following that lead. I, I'm actually curious. I'll make a note to myself. Uh, I'm not sure how that that has fared for them or whether they've been able to pull anybody into it yet. Um, but that's one. I mean, that's out there. That's available. That It would be great to see all of the big theme companies doing that. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, to allow any developer or not or any designer to submit something, you know, not just not just go to the obvious choices and say, hey, would you make a theme for us? But allow kind of, you know, more democratically, not necessarily democratically, but, you know, to, to, to allow, allow the, more people, to allow people, people who, that aren't names. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, I mean, one way or the other, I mean, starting something up is never easy. Um, you know, that's why we, we, I definitely try to celebrate every small victory, you know, that we have uh, because, you know, you never... It's, it's 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 too depressing to to think about you know all the things that don't work, <laughs> um, especially when you know. But then again, uh, you know, kudos to Mike Smith for realizing that it wasn't for him and moving on rather than sticking with it for another year um, and wasting his time. He he is. I mean, for the positive side of things, he's doing uh, good work at his blog, Guerrilla Freelancing, which is linked up in that post on the site, um, and you can follow him on Twitter at G Freelancing as well. One of them that uh, I thought was pretty interesting, well, actually probably the thing that I'm most excited about, uh, and I was excited to, to see some, some solid updates recently so I could write about it, uh, there have been some, some pretty decent, decent uh, there's been some decent progress made to the BB Press plugin project. And I've been watching this for a while. Unfortunately, I just haven't had the time, uh, even though I would probably question whether I had the development skill, but uh, I just haven't had time to, to step in and really help with the development, but I'm very interested in it coming together because I, you know, one of the things I'm most excited about doing for WP Candy is getting a forum on here uh, or onto the site, and this is obviously the way to go with that, um, but as part of the Google Code In, uh, which we posted about back when it started, uh, lots of progress on the plugin, and it's actually pretty close to a beta at this point which I gotta say I'm pretty excited about 
I am too. I've I tried BB Press standalone, mm-hmm. and I it's it at the time that I tried it, it was not anywhere near as easy to use as WordPress was. At least as far as the theming went, uh, I had yeah. no idea how to do that. So that's I don't know if I should be excited about it or not because I'm not sure how it's going to work. But yeah. I'm hoping it's kind of, it kind of just drops in at some page. Like I uh, I guess the standard I use is I think it was called Simple Forum, and it was mm-hmm. a plugin, and it you know it integrated into WordPress, and it just kind of like took the header and took the footer, and then you know threw the forum in the middle. You know, I mean, it was it's mostly really ugly, right? Which is why I'm hoping BB Press works, right? But I it's to me it's mostly about the theme and how easy it is to to theme it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's actually that's that's an interesting point because. Um, uh, John James Jacoby uh, is the head of the BB Press project. He's also the one from the Buddy Press project, or the guy that, that leads that, or the guy that created that. Um, and there's definitely a technique. I think the same technique is being employed with BB Press that is for Buddy Press, which may disappoint you, wanting sort of the drop-in page style of doing things. Um, and that sort of templating style is where a um, a set of template files is required as part of a theme in order for it to sort of function the way that it should, if that makes sense. So I don't know if you've ever used BuddyPress, um, but you have to sort of have certain template files in place, sort of like with a, with a WordPress theme, you have to have a header file and a footer file and things like that. It's going to add some template files uh, to the mix. BBPress, in its current form and the direction that it looks like it's going for version 1, is similar to that in that it, it's coming, uh, or that it's going to be available along with a 2010 child theme and you use the 2010 child theme and it basically works off the back of 2010 and adds all the necessary template files in it so that it gives you you can you know if you just want a site with a forum you can put that 2010 child theme on a site and it's going to have all of the necessary styling and forum stuff for you but if you want to add it to a theme that you currently have you have to add those template files to your theme if that makes sense. So it's actually not, it doesn't sound like, or at least, you know, and obviously it's still in development, so things change. But as far as I can tell, it's probably not going to be the type of thing that you're dropping into a specific page using a, a template or using like a short code or something like that. Yeah. I think there are some short code elements, and there's definitely some widgets for doing certain things, but by and large, I think it's going to be template driven. Yeah. Well, Which depends how much, I mean, I guess it depends how much control you want, you know? I'm sure it's good for lots of control, but. I just want to, like, have it. You just want to get it and go. Well, no, I think, uh, uh, what did we report on? There was a sort of, uh, gosh, what is it called? But there's a, a plugin being created for WordPress that's in the development stages that is sort of a BuddyPress competitor, which kind of takes that approach that you described, where it's not template-driven, but it allows you to drop in short codes, basically, or set page templates yourself to say, this is, you know, I want the... Uh, the members listing here, and I want the other stuff over here, um, and so it kind of gives you that modular, you know, drop-in uh, style of, of uh, functionality, which it sounds like is what you prefer. I mean, and that's just a preference thing that everybody has. Yeah, it's it's just that I don't, I'm not uh, so great with PHP and template files right. and all that. Actually, creating the stuff would be a pain. Like if I if it can just plug in and then I can change the CSS, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Right now, it looks like, uh, according to... Oh, and that was the other p- 
part about the story that I thought was was pretty interesting. Uh, this is another name I'm going to butcher, but uh, Gautam Gupta uh, is one of the, uh, or is the really student who helped uh, uh, John with the BB Press project as part of the Google Code in. He's 15, and has <laughs> <laughs> and has just been dominating uh, tickets um, and getting getting some props all over the place for for submitting patches and things like that to the the plugin. So that's that's pretty cool. And and I mean, you know, can always trust a, a software project like this to make you totally depressed about what you've accomplished cuz <laughs> it's like, wow, I I was not doing that when I was 15. Um yeah. and I'm, I'm not, not even that, that old. Now. I'm not even that old. <laughs> yeah. If I had half the ambition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so both uh both uh um uh, Gupta and John say that uh should be about should be within a month that we'll get a beta going of that. So I'm uh, basically the day that that stuff is available, you'll probably see a forum up on WP Candy in, and it will be a good day. Let me see. Odesk is a marketplace for uh, finding and managing teams online. They released a report, a 2010 report, uh, in the past couple weeks that basically details the most sought-after um, qualities in these freelancers that are hired or these professionals that are hired online. And on their list, uh, just after speaking English, <laughs> was <laughs> WordPress. So uh, I'm actually pulling up exactly their list, their top skills, according to the jobs that were posted. Number one was PHP. Number two was HTML. Number three was English, and number four was WordPress. <laughs> so that's I think that's that's it. fifth was Photoshop, and then CSS, SEO, uh, stuff like that. But that's pretty significant to see um, to see WordPress beating out Photoshop, even. Uh, but WordPress yeah. beating out languages like CSS and JavaScript and uh, things like that, I think is is, is uh, pretty telling about what people yeah. are using online. It's not. Uh, I don't think it's surprising, given how how much WordPress seemed to grow last year. Oh right, yeah, it's 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 booming. You know, a, a, a solid ten percent of the internet is running on WordPress at this point. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the question is, and the question that I I think I posed in the post. This is this is easily from two weeks ago, but kind of one of the. Uh, more jarring uh, statistics. I, I have to wonder whether the WordPress there, it's probably for development, um, but there's probably also some people asking for it uh, for blogging or for managing sites or for things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm also wondering if it's not just uh, like a, a buzzword. Mm. Like if, pe- if people say it not really knowing what oh, they're right, talking because about. It's, because it's, it's sort of becoming the... Uh, you know, one of the more popular ones to use. They say, "Well, I need I need WordPress." You know, without yeah. really knowing or, or, you know, explaining what that need is. That's a good point. So, I mean, like, is it? Do you need a theme designed or a plugin? Mm-hmm. You know, coded or who knows what it really means? Well, that's something else too. WordPress could mean plugins, or it could mean themes, or it could mean blogging. So, yeah, of course, it was huge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of stuff falls into that. Um, uh, I guess I'm glad that English is required more than it, um, that you can speak uh, 
uh, speak the English language over over speaking the WordPress language, even though on their list of top skills, WordPress is spelled with a lowercase p. So <laughs> I wonder <laughs> I wonder how many. I wish I could see the breakdown, uh, or that they had another statistic in here, which is how many places WordPress was spelled correctly um, versus all the other. The chart was the, the chart on the post that you put up yeah. is really it seems useless. It's so yeah. vague, like one hundred thousand to five hundred thousand plus. Oh, the um, the the, the, the numbers the color are like map. Yeah, it's so big. Like I mean, the no, like ten thousand to ninety nine thousand. That's uh-huh. what does that mean? You know, did Canada post twelve thousand jobs or eighty thousand jobs? Yeah, that's a pretty big range. <laughs> that's yeah. a pretty big range. And on the top one, it's why do they even put a second number? One hundred thousand to five hundred thousand plus. Right. Yeah, why not just one hundred thousand plus? Yeah. Yeah, good point. So, well, I'm not really was, sure what it means. There was a meme that started uh, recently on Twitter that was sort of about charts being mostly meaningless, or that their most visual aids, if you actually kind of look at them and break them down, don't tell you very much at all. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd rather read a paragraph than see an infographic. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Unless it's like a uh, the oatmeal infographic. Those yes. are good. Yeah, if all infographics were made by the guy from the oatmeal. Um, I think I think the world would just be a better place. It would be. That's that's pretty that's pretty evident. Uh, another, uh, I'd say probably probably the last um, story we'll talk about was actually uh, a wrap up of of 2010. Sort of, we did uh, the top 20 WordPress stories of 2010. Uh, we actually chose 20 because it seemed like the best number. It actually kind of fit though with the <laughs> 20 stories of 2010. That kind of actually. Sounds about right, and I'm just curious, uh, you know, because the list is 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 was created with the intention of being sort of the, you know, from least uh, influential, even though everything on the list is influential, from least influential to the most influential. I'm just curious, though, for from for you, um, JD, what on the list had the most effect on you in 2010? Mm-hmm. On the list, let me see. Yeah, so we've got just to just to run down. Uh, 20 was uh, WP Honors, the launch of the WordPress Awards site. Uh, 19 was WP Bundle launching with WooThemes. 18 was uh, the launch or the relaunch of WP Candy. Which 18 had quite a bit of an effect on me. Eight, eight, okay, that's fair enough. Maybe maybe omitting <laughs> 18. Uh, <laughs> 17, uh, the announcement for the WordPress All-in-One for Dummies collaborative book. 16, the Pagely vertical platform launched. Uh, 15, the WordPress Swag Store relaunched. 14, the WordPress plugin and theme handbook projects started or progressed. Uh, 13, FoodPress was launched by WordPress.com. 12, WordPress wins the Pact Open Source Award uh, over uh, Drupal, Joomla. 11, uh, basically kind of cheated various advances in WordPress on mobile <laughs> devices, uh, which included what WooThemes did, what Obox did, what WordPress proper did with all the, uh, the mobile apps and, and things like that. Number 10, the merge of StudioPress into copy, copy Blogger Media. 9, the launch of Theme Garden. 8, the BBPress plugin project begins. 7, the BuddyPress commit team grows. 6, automatic hired awesome people all over the place. I think they hired upwards of 20 or 30 people in 2010. Number 5, Andrew Nason added to the WordPress core commit team. Number 4, uh, over, I think it's actually probably more accurately, over 30 million downloads of WordPress 3.0. 
Number three, Microsoft transfers 30 million sites to WordPress.com. Number two, the public launch of the WordPress Foundation. And number one was the release of WordPress 3.0, Thelonious. So, obviously, obviously number one has the most uh, impact on me. I have, like, four sites running 3.0. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm I'm glad we chose the right one (laughs) for number one. Uh, so, but I do, I do like the WordPress Foundation, and also I don't know, it doesn't really have an impact on me, but it was, I thought one of the more surprising stories: the merge of Studio Press into CopyBlogger Media. It's definitely, uh, it definitely was a fun one to to kind of dig into a little bit. It's, I mean, not not only because it's the first time I can remember of a WordPress, you know, sort of dedicated uh, business merging with another. I, I haven't seen it before, at least not in the six months since we've relaunched. I mean, that's obviously yeah. the only time then, but also because of the history of CopyBlogger with uh, DIY themes. Yeah, and that the the weeks leading up to the merger, like as soon as the news broke, I'm like, I should have seen it coming. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying because that. the yeah the I watched the interviews with um, Brian Clark and. Mm-hmm. And like, if you go back now, you're like, obviously, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and also, I saw stuff. Yeah. Uh, in the comments, people people were talking about the thesis drama. Mm. Yeah, there, and there how was, that wasn't included. Yeah, we skipped over. There, honestly, not not just thesis only. There were a number of kind of GPL moments in 2010 that I basically, I don't know, I kind of vetoed them from from. Uh, my perspective just because they I mean yes they're they may be interesting and there may be drama or something like that um, but as far as most influential for the future of WordPress eh, yeah it didn't, I'm not, not. sure interesting not sure it and like dramatic it's, it's more like corrected yeah yeah I mean it, to me that's that didn't change WordPress as much as it changed yeah. probably other WordPress was GPL and then it was GPL <laughs> exactly and then so. some stuff happened and it's still GPL um, that that kind of that'd be kind of a good T-shirt. Like for when you talk to the, uh, the the guys doing or the iThemes guys doing all those shirts that they give away. Uh, just need to say on the front it says uh, first WordPress was GPL dot 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 then it was GPL. Like it's not <laughs> nothing's really changing. But um, yeah, I think three PO three three PO C three PO oi three point is probably a fair bet. It's crazy to think that I think um, it came out. When was the launch? I think it, I want to say like June, July of of twenty ten. June, June, Since June. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to think that it was halfway through the year because it feels like something that I had the whole year. It feels weird to think that it was, you know. Since that they switched late. to the the vertical sidebar navigation, I'm, I don't know if I can even tell the difference. Oh, like between one version two point seven to two point eight to two point nine to three. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think the the biggest thing that stood out was, what was it? Like I know new to three point Yeah, three That's when they changed to those huge tabs in the themes section. Right, the theme section. Well, that was that was one visual change. They also did. Uh, well, I mean, it's weird to think about also, but that was when the twenty ten theme came. Um, oh yeah. That was when the new menu system came, and which was kind of. I can't believe there was ever not a twenty ten. Yeah, it's weird, right? I it didn't just like, feels like a word that word. other theme was so not good. <laughs> oh well, hey, it's classic. You know, it's it's yeah, it's, it's had its place. 
Uh, no, 3.0 brought the merge of WordPress and WordPress MU, so that you know there's now multi-site, um, custom post types, custom taxonomies, uh, the contextual help menus weren't there. Um, just a few. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff, but those are the ones that uh, were listed off in the post. I always notice the the visible changes. Right. Yeah. And honestly, Unless... they've they've gotten a lot. I think, you know, they've they've really landed on a good place visually that most of the changes should be pretty subtle from here on. Yeah. Um, I, um, I don't know. I, because I, I do use the other things like the, I've been using the custom taxonomies for, I think series. Oh, right. Like to, yeah. To make a series of, of posts and put those together. But I don't like, I don't associate it with any version. That's what, you know, that's how I, I use the visual to tell between the versions when did they was it 3.0 I feel like there's something else they added that I'm not remembering hmm there might be it feels like I should remember anyway (laughs) um I don't know well yeah put put it on mute and watch the uh the intro video while we're talking about other stuff and see if it comes to you because they pretty much cover all the big stuff in that yeah and what's uh what are some of the bigger things in 3.1 yeah, uh, we did. I put out a call on, I actually should uh, maybe read some of those off, because I put a call out on Twitter using the new, and this isn't WordPress related, but using the new Twitter Mac app that I got through the Mac App Store. Nice. Uh, which I actually am not crazy about, but... Um, <laughs> oh, no. Apparently some link that we put out didn't work. No, it works. Crazy people. Works just fine for me. Let me see. Got got to check. Got to got to make sure that people aren't that I'm not completely in the wrong. But the the yeah, so just put out a call on on Twitter using the the fancy new Twitter thing, which kind of it might be a little too much for me. I might end up switching. But said, what do you guys want us to talk about? And one of the things that came through a couple times was talk about 3.1. What's coming in 3.1? So. WordPress 3.1 is probably, what would you say, I mean, I don't know how closely you watch it uh, uh, lately, JD, but I'd say it's probably, what, maybe a week out at the most. Um, we've seen uh, 3.1 release candidate 1, 2, and we're waiting for 3 now, release candidate 3, after which it'll probably go out. Uh, it'll probably be available. Um, oh, so did it not publish... That's what. It, uh, no, sorry, I the the post things because the people said, "Hey, the link's broken," and what was the post about? <laughs> Which post was it? Uh, sucks. The theme baker post. Yeah, it's the theme baker post. Did you actually see it, or did it? No, I'm getting a 404. All right, hold on. Let me see. It may, may, maybe the the tweet went out, but it didn't actually publish. So it's scheduled for, it should have, oh, well, I'm an idiot. (laughs) It was scheduled for the right time to go up, but not the right day. (laughs) So all you got to do is is check out that tweet and come back to it in, you know, three days. Have they fixed the way to schedule posts? That's something they should work on. What's what's broken about posts? Because I schedule posts constantly. What what doesn't work about them? I mean, it works, but it's just kind of, if you're new... It's kind of weird, especially the the twenty four hour time and 
that kind of oh, thing. Oh, right. I did actually, I'd like at to one see... point, I looked. I, I tried to find whether there was something that would allow me to, to change that from, from 24-hour time to 12-hour time. Um, yeah. But it was one of those five-minute plug-in searches that I said, ah, it's not that big a deal. I'm, I'm just lazy. Yeah, I'd like to see, like, a, you know, a little calendar pop down, and then you just put in the, you click the date, and then it asks you for the time. Hmm. Something like that. I mean, I, I know there are other plugins, like I was using Editorial Calendar, and that's kind of like, you know, you save the draft, and then you just drag and drop it wherever and set the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'd like to see it, like, on the on the post-edit page. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's, pro- it's honestly, I mean, if I had to guess, just, you know, hearing that idea, it's probably something that they would say... Um, not, or that they would say is not something most people are doing. Yeah. And so, not something that should be for core. But I mean, there should be a plugin that does that. I mean, if it's not, somebody should put one together. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could, but I'm useless with <laughs> useless plugins with the with the code. Um. Yeah, but people wanted to know what's coming in WordPress 3.1. Uh, so. I don't have. Uh, I know of a couple things that are definitely interesting to me. Um, one of them being post formats, which I think is one of the probably more talked about. Is that the uh, uh, kind of Tumblr thing I keep hearing people talking about? It yeah, gets more it's more Tumblr-like. It's, it's basically. I mean, speaking of custom taxonomies, it's basically a taxonomy that they're um, hard coding in to WordPress, so that. And it really is no different than just any other custom taxonomy, except that it will be then used by every, or ideally used by every theme. So a post format will be could be like audio or photo or video or quote or something like that. I forget the exact listing, but they're, they're Tumblr-style things or, or Tumblog um, kind of options. And the idea is that every theme that's created will adopt those formats. So that you'll be able to switch from one to the other. It's an interesting discussion uh, or an interesting sort of feature because it's divided people quite a bit. Um, because sort of the only way that the idea works is if you can't modify the list of formats. Because if you can modify them, then it breaks down the uniformity and, and all the themes won't work you know, the way that they intend them to. Yeah. Um, and so there are definitely some people that say, well, I'm just straight up not going to use that because I can't customize it. Um and it's really, and it's kind of, you know, it's not an easy thing to talk about either because uh, I think there's a lot of thinking behind it, you know, that not everybody necessarily knows about. But um, I mean, what do, I what do you think at the at the just at, at kind of hearing what you know my terrible description of what is actually going on there? I don't think I'd ever use it. Like the the idea that every theme has to support these kinds of posts doesn't. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm never going to do a, a picture post or a quote post. Mm-hmm. So, like I mean, it's I, really for people doing kind of the microblog or, or, I mean, that's what yeah. I always call it. Like how, I hate saying Tumblog, but... Yeah, I think that sounds really weird. Yeah, but, I mean, for people doing that sort of thing, it, it's what, sort of... Like, how does that affect people who don't? Like, well, I, you have, you have, like... Well, bes- besides that, mm-hmm. you use... Something like that, but you know, yours is news, opinion, tutorials, features. So, like, how does that translate to WP Candy, or how would that translate to my site where I don't use? Like, I'm not concerned with the post type. Honestly, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but my sort of, you know, um, my my breakdown of of where the post formats idea comes from is is I, I guess I just think it's probably not for 
people like me. It's probably for people, you know, uh, running their personal blogs off because of, the vast majority, I would have, I would guess, of, of sites running WordPress are probably people blogging. Um, I, I hope to find out a little bit about our audience with the with the survey, which is kind of a, a side note that uh, there's only about I think 24 or 36 hours left on the WordPress user survey. So if you haven't taken that, go to the site uh, and check that out. Um, but uh, it's probably not for somebody like me or, or like uh, like what WP Candy is, um, just because I mean we don't really do you know the, the, some of the formats are like a side um, gallery. Uh, we don't really do that kind of stuff, and honestly, we've already built in our own ways of doing it, which is what they would say. I mean, that's the that's sort of the core the core team's response to people saying, "Well, I need to customize this, or I need to make it work for me." They say, "Great, create your own taxonomy system for it." Then, um, and okay, I'm not. So yeah. It won't affect that. No, 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 not at all. It basically is is a um, uh, and this is the, we have. For for the WP Candy, for basically the day that 3.1 goes up, we have a whole suite of, of posts that are going to go up explaining all the nooks and crannies and all the different things that people uh, might be interested in. So obviously one of those is post, post formats and how to add them to your theme and stuff like that. Um, but uh, I just wonder if you don't if... want them, like you can like it, it, in, have you ever used the add theme support function in your functions.php, like for no. adding or removing theme support? It can no. be removed entirely, so you don't see it visually. If you do use it, though, um, if your theme uh, uses, like, the post class uh, on, like, the post divs or the post, you know, whatever is, is a surrounding each of your blog posts, uh, the format will get added to things like that so that you can style them differently if you want. If you don't, the format's just going to be a classification that's there but not used, you know, so it really depends on the theme at that that's point. That's good. I was wondering if... if like, do you think people who self-host WordPress will be these micro-bloggers? Um, because that's WordPress isn't the first place I'd go. And I think that's part of why they're why why post formats are coming into play here. I think that's the idea: is oh, there's something that people aren't using, you know, WordPress for, and let's say they're using Tumblr, uh, which this isn't one of the the stories this week that are that I marked for the podcast, but one of the um, uh, stories that we covered had to do with downtime amongst different blog hosts and uh, Tumblr and and I mean even Posterous and stuff weren't that great, but Tumblr specifically, which is probably I would say probably the most popular microblogging service or that people use, had like days of downtime in like a two or three month period. It wasn't like hours or minutes, like you might, or minutes is probably what you'd expect, but yeah. they had, you know, you could calculate it in days. It was like 47 hours or something like that <laughs> of downtime. And so maybe they're, you know, maybe, I don't know exactly what that, I don't really want What will this mean to WordPress.com? Will it be more Tumblr-like? Well, I think it'll, it'll make it easier to employ those sorts of things because otherwise you have to say, I mean, and you, you've used, I'm sure you've used themes like this where you get a theme, um, and it says, okay, if for this specific page or for this specific style, you have to use this category or go into the options and put what category you're using into this options panel. Yeah. Right? And that's that's annoying, right? That's not very user-friendly. Um, and so I think this is a way of, of sidestepping that and saying, okay, so you know, this is this is the way within WordPress to do this, to solve this problem. So... Yeah. I don't know. There's other things in 3.12. There's a 
Um, Internal link- linking is the one I'm waiting for. Right. Yeah, you mentioned that one. I used it on. About that. I don't know because I'm I'm more content oriented. Sure. And you know coding oriented. So mm-hmm. to be able to link things in an easier way is nice. And I I did check it out on WordPress.com. I think it's live already there. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool to be able to you know search through and just have the you know type in a keyword and all the posts related to that show up and then you can link to it within the post and not just use a related post plugin. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea with that or one of the ideas built into that is when you move your stuff or if you ever do move your stuff at some point that those sorts of linking relationships might Yes, I never even thought forward. about that. If, um, because I would link with, you know, if I'm at jdbentley.com and I decided to move to jbentley.com, uh-huh. then all those links that I that I manually link to would have to be changed. Right. Or you'd have actually, to have redirects or, or, or domain mapping or something in place to take care of that, which I think yeah. I don't want to say for sure that that's how it works. I think I might also be thinking of a plugin that somebody has created to do that as part of the internal linking, because I think the internal linking might just be like to get to links faster and make them happen. Um, but if, if internal linking doesn't do what I just described, I know there's a plugin that does because I've heard of that. Uh, I yeah. guess I need to go dip back into 3.1 and see how that actually behaves. But that is a good one. There's also uh, an admin bar. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, what this looks like or not. Is it the same as the .com? I mean, similar it's, look? Yeah, very similar. Um, uh, so there's a, there are a number of admin area improvements uh, or improvements to the dashboard, some some AJAX stuff, uh, so that fewer page loads are going to be necessary when jumping around to different parts of the dashboard, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and they're also adding an admin bar that uh, I think a surprising number of people are, are, are very much against. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit, I think I'm a little bit more open to the idea than maybe some people are. Um, but it basically gives you sort of on the front end you know, that, like you said, a WordPress.com style gray bar that gives you some controls over your site from the front yeah. end. I don't think that I would use it, mm-hmm. but I'm, I remember reading a comment where Matt said that this was kind of the beginning of the front end editor. Yeah, I remember that too. Which, if, if that's the case, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Because I'd like to see a front end editor. Yeah, I mean, We'll see. We'll see how it. We'll see how it comes into play. I mean, I think unfortunately there's going to be a lot of people that shut it off without giving it a chance. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested in. Okay. All right. So let me really think about this. You know, can I find a use for this? Can this? You know, can I modify this to do things that will help me in how I use my site? You know, uh, rather than oh that's new and different. I don't like it. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. Um, yeah. And then uh, what else do we have? There's ooh, so this is a, a dorky like maybe, and I guess all I guess this entire the entire premise of this website and podcast is is dorky. So I guess I shouldn't say that, but <laughs> uh, maybe a, a little bit more technical. Um, there are improved taxonomy queries with 3.1 that allow mixing of taxonomies within a query, uh, which is exciting to me because of how heavily we use custom taxonomies on WP Candy. So. Uh, let's say you wanted to pull up all of the posts, um, let's say about JD Bentley, at uh, a specific WordCamp, then this would make it possible, or at least much easier to do that. 
Um, hmm. And we already have sort of, you know, an interesting sort of scheme for how all the taxonomies work and how we tag things. We don't just use tags and categories. We've and we, I did a post uh, in the last week or so about how we do all of that stuff. Um, but the idea of being able to join those different ideas together and say, I want this person maybe at this location about this topic. You know, I want to see only Mullenweg on themes in L.A. or something like that. That's something else. You said location. Uh-huh. In that, in a recent video, I don't know if it was the the Scoble. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Scoble. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was the video with him or the one at that, uh, I don't know, the, the French thing. Mm-hmm. Le Web. Yeah, he said something about they had to put they were putting geolocation back. So I would think, that be? I don't know. How does that work? Is that just for like the the administrator to I don't know tag a post from a certain location, or is it meant for other people like what you said now? Yeah, I'm I'm actually not sure. I mean, the way that we do location based stuff on the site is actually really really basic. We actually just tag locations. You know, like this happened in. Ohio. This happened yeah. in, you know, New Zealand or something like that. And that's just our, you know, kind of silly way of hopefully preparing for a future where that kind of stuff is done much more smoothly. But I think I think the one you're talking about, I forget at what point in the interview, but it was during the Scoble talk, um, which is, is worth watching that video just for the, I, I don't know, I think, I, you know, Scoble's probably a really great guy, but I think watching those two guys talk is, is pretty funny um, because I feel like Scoble is sort of you know, sort of a social media slash analyst guy, and I think a lot of the questions that he asked just kind of were from out of left field and really strange. Going, you know, at to ask Mullenweg. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite was uh, it was only a couple minutes in when he said he asked Mullenweg if he was bummed that he didn't make Twitter, that he <laughs> that he wasn't the one to make Twitter or, or or maybe Facebook or something like that. And Mullenweg's response was, I don't really get excited by center by by centralized systems. You know, basically yeah. saying, why the hell would I want to make something that's not yeah, and open based, source? Based on what he said, I think something something major is going to come. Like, you know, he was talking about how Twitter and Facebook were like the top sources of you mm-hmm. know traffic, but then like there was this bottom eighty percent that he, yeah, that like, was that was the web. That was yeah. the web interview when he talked about the dark matter of the web. Yeah, and then yeah. I saw on Hacker News a few days ago. They were talking about how things naturally move toward being open, and they were comparing Facebook and Twitter uh, to like AOL and Prodigy in the early 90s. Like eventually, the walls are going to be torn down, and you know. Mm-hmm. So I think Matt might have something to do with that. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he, I'm sure he would love to. Um, but, but it, back, I mean, what you were saying about the location stuff, I don't want to glaze over that. Yeah, he he did say. If I remember the context correctly, uh, he said that all of the the stuff about the current craze about location aware, which I am not a, not crazy about, you know, all the stuff with um, you know Bright Kite or or uh, Dodgeball or um, what's the other what's the most popular one? Foursquare. Foursquare, um, and all these location based things. I mean, even Facebook now with places is doing that. Uh, and he said that initially um, WordPress had location aware posting. Uh, and it didn't work well. Like you had to go to, I think MapQuest. He said, like Google Maps didn't even exist yet. You had to go to MapQuest and get like your latitude, your latitude and longitude, and like plug it in. Um, and they and they took it out of WordPress core because they they're like, who's ever going to use this? Um, 
and now that they are using it, I think he maybe was saying, I, I think it was it having to do with the mobile apps, like that they could incorporate the, the location aware blogging into the mobile apps and then kind of bring that into WordPress. I think it might have been that. Um, I, I think, I mean, he, the nice part about it is he, he wasn't trying to say like, I know where things are going to go. Uh, when he was talking about the location stuff, he kind of said, um, I don't remember the exact quote, but you know, he basically said, I don't know what the value proposition of this is. I don't know what, I don't know how it's going to be used, uh, how the, like, cause he, I think he said something like, it's not very interesting to say, show me all of the, you know, blog posts around my area or show me, you know, I mean, that, that's not, I mean, that's novel, but it's not a thing in and of itself. So I, I don't think he's sure exactly how it's going to be used in the long term, but the, um, yeah, I think there's a, there's definitely a chance that we'll see some of that working into WordPress in the, in the future. Maybe not in, well, definitely not 3.1, we know that. Um, maybe yeah. later this year, maybe the year after, uh, I don't know. It's possible. So I think I want to take a few seconds to uh, thank the new contributors to WP Candy this week. Uh, once again, we have sort of a new model uh, to power the site by. It's actually kind of we kind of call it the powered by model, and what it does is allow the community to actually sponsor and make the site happen rather than. Uh, going the advertisement route, uh, which we could do, you know, and we could make money doing that. That's totally possible, but we don't want to. And uh, so instead, we have this model, and these are the this is the first week doing it, um, and uh, pretty pretty excited by by the response, and just want to kind of thank everybody who's taken part uh, this week. Uh, well, of course, I already mentioned uh, Sean Heskith, who uh, powered the whole day. He's from WP101.com. Uh, want to also thank Press Harbor, uh, which is a division of, of Rackspace, uh, put in $75 and powered a day. I um, want to thank Creative Media Resources for jumping on at $5 a month. Um, let me do this. I uh, want to thank uh, Adi from Woo Themes for powering a week at WP Candy, um, and that's $600. That is awesome. We appreciate that. It uh, helps a lot. also want to thank... Uh, Joshua Strebel of Pagely for also going in for a week at $600. That's awesome. And uh, those weeks um, powered by them will be coming up uh, uh, shortly. Um, also want to thank J.R. Farr. Uh, he runs Mojo Themes. Uh, it's a theme marketplace. He put in for a day at $75. Want to thank uh, Pavel Siorisi, uh, which I know I butchered that name. Uh, sorry, Pavel, but I want to thank him for sponsoring a day at the site for $75 also. Um, I want to thank Shane Sanderson, uh, who have also uh, is actually one of the few people on this list I've met, uh, and he works at Nine Seeds, which is a WordPress development company. I uh, met him at WordCamp Detroit, I think, last year. Uh, he covered a day for $75. I appreciate that, Shane. Um, I want to thank Sean O'Shaughnessy, um, he actually is one of the organizers of WordCamp Orlando uh, coming up uh, later this year. They had a minor change-up regarding their um, their venue, so they had to push back the date a little bit. But uh, $75 for a day from Sean. Uh, thanks, Sean. And I want to thank um, all of those who uh, powered a single post this week. Uh, Lime Cuda, which I believe is a business name, 
Uh, thanks for that. I want to thank Andrew Wojtowski for powering a post as well. Um, also, Dennis LeBlanc for the $10 post contribution. And finally, the new $5 a month uh, subscribers. So this is the, you know, you can power us sort of for a finite amount of time, a, po a single post, a day, uh, a week, um, even a month if, if, if you uh, want to. Um, but you can also power us forever uh, at $5 a month, which uh, will, you know, will eventually, I think, be the sustaining force um, behind WP Candy in the long run. Um, obviously, we appreciate all contributions, but this is the one. This is one that we also get excited about. Want to thank the $5 a month uh, new subscribers this week: uh, Creative Media Media Resources, uh, Viva Themes, Theme Fuse, uh, David Smith, and Darcy Clark for jumping on the $5 a month. That uh, hugely appreciated. Um, just thank everybody for. Uh, getting that going this week, starting it off with a real bang, uh, super appreciated, and um, we are 50% powered for the month. That's pretty cool. Uh, only a couple days after launching the whole the whole program. So uh, thank you, WordPress community. Uh, you clearly deserve cool things. But yeah, thanks again to all of the uh, people powering the site. Um, really. You know, I mean, there are other ways we could do the site, but not ways that we want to do it. And so we're happy that uh, everybody makes it so that we don't have to be slaves to advertisers, because that would not be any fun at all. Um, and I think this is the part of the podcast where, and I actually, I don't think I, I, I made sure that you were ready beforehand, but I'll assume you were. Um, picks, WordPress picks. Do you have a WordPress pick this week, JD. Yes, it's I saw um, I saw it on churchcrunch.com, which is mm, uh, yeah, part of churchcrunch. Yeah, part of 8bit and uh, you know the guys who make standard theme. Mm -hmm. They did a post today and, on and live theme. Oh yeah, and live theme. And um, they did a post on anthologize, which is a I I assume it's new. I've never heard of it before. Mm -hmm. And it turns WordPress posts into ebooks, and I haven't had a chance to use it yet. It's at anthologize.org, and it's it looks like the the whole backend is custom, or at least part of the backend is custom, and you can organize chapters and, and stories and things like that. I'm not sure how it works yet, but that I talked to you a couple weeks ago about like you know publishing using HTML and CSS and that kind of thing, and and this is this is like something I would have liked to do if I knew how to actually code things. <laughs> okay. So to me, this looks like an awesome project and I can't wait to test it out. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. That, I, I, I don't know uh, how it kind of missed or slipped by me, but that was the, you know, when you, when you mentioned it to me today, that's the first time I've heard of it. Um, sounds cool. You know, kind of falls into that category of, what other crazy stuff can you do with WordPress? Yeah, and it it actually, I guess it lets you export it like PDF or EPUB or you know, like actually into an ebook. So I really want to see how it works. Absolutely, huh? Very cool. And that's at anthologize.com. dot org. dot org. All right. Um. Hmm. So, what's yours? 
what's what's my pick? I, I'm actually I'll I'll make my pick not a a WordPress book or a theme or a plugin. Uh, I'll actually probably make this. I'll have to include this image with the post so that people can see it. But um, uh, Ashley, uh, my my girlfriend of a bajillion years, uh, has been working on um, a couple of fun sort of WordPress related crafts projects that I think are oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, I think I saw these on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So her well the the big the big idea initially was she's she's working on a, an iPhone quilt because she's obviously equally as much of a dork as I am. Well, not equally. I won't say that terrible thing about her but she's slightly a dork you know which she i think she got from me but she wants to make she likes the kind of the challenge of of what it would take to make like an iphone quilt so she's making like these giant like giant sized app um uh what are you like you know sections initially so that they can uh hand hand sewing it all and 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 um it looks pretty cool we posted an image of the 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 wp candy um app icon that she had made already which just looks you know, crazy cool. Um, it does. So I'll put another. I'll put another picture of that up. She's also working on, uh, even currently now, like I can see her across the way working on a WordPress logo uh, that she's uh, hand sewing as well. And I'm actually working on her to, or I'm, I've been pushing her to do a few of them so that we can do some kind of a cool like auction with a bunch of these things because I just think they're fun. I think people would uh, have a lot of fun getting these for themselves. I think they're cool. Um, so assuming we don't get uh, uh, totally um, uh, sued by the uh, WordPress Foundation, the newly formed WordPress Foundation for tr- for trademark violation for <laughs> for hand sewing the WordPress logo onto things, uh, we we should be good. Um, but that's gonna that's probably gonna be my pick, my my sappy uh, um, first pick of the year. I'll put pictures of the stuff that she's been working on into the post for that. And that's, that's awesome. also and that's also my way of avoiding having to uh, find a plugin to use because I actually don't add that many plugins to my site, so it's nice to have an out this week. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think let me check the schedule. I mean, I kind of forget how this whole thing works. It's been so long since we've done it. Um. Anything else on your mind that we didn't really talk about? I mean, I think we're definitely over our typical length of time but then again it's been weeks since we've had one so i'm okay with that yeah i'm i don't have anything else awesome uh of course you can follow the site at wpcandy.com you probably already do that uh it's on twitter at wpcandy jd you're at jd bentley right yeah um follow him uh, i'm at ryan immel uh, you can also if you like the podcast you can check it out on uh, itunes and uh, star star us give it a review uh, that helps people, uh, other people looking for WordPress podcast, find it, and uh, um, just helps us get out to more people. Um, also, um, if you have something that you'd like talked about on next week's podcast, and yes, we will be back next week. Uh, I, I promise. Um, thank the uh, the people powering the site for for making things like this uh, possible uh, on a regular basis, rather than our intermittent schedule. Uh, if you send an email to podcast at wpcandy.com, uh, if you have any questions or stories or anything at all that you want included into the podcast, we will read it off and probably talk about it, uh, hopefully in a halfway kind manner. Um, you never know. It really depends on depends on the week. And actually, uh, before we close up, uh, um, we'll tease this for next week. That way I'm, I'm held to doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was talking to... Uh, 
not thinking of names at the moment. Hold on, let me find him. Uh, uh, email, slow. But we, we will have, if all goes well, um, we will have a guest on next week onto the podcast, sort of a guest host with us. Um, which is kind of a new idea, you know, sort of, it's, we're still really early in the first, you know, couple dozen, uh, episodes here, uh, for well, first dozen, this was episode 12. So still kind of finding the right format and actually bringing on a, uh, another, a, 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 well, I guess a second co-host cause you'd be the first JD, uh, and want to try to do maybe a weekly guest to kind of talk about what they're up to lately and then have them kind of share their views on some of what's happening uh, related to WordPress. Might be fun. If all goes well, uh, then next week will be Anthony Cole, who is one of the organizers of WordCamp Melbourne. Um, and so if we can work out schedules and work out details, uh, then that will be next week, and that should be fun to uh, get him on and uh, talk WordPress for a bit. So, yeah, I know I didn't tell you about that, J.D., but surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be cool. Sounds good to me. All right. Well, I think that does it for episode 12. Uh, we'll see you sometime next week. Um, get back on a regular schedule with this. And uh, thanks, J.D., for being on here with me. No problem. All right. And see everybody next week. Next week.